the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparities between what's in social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And he- hey, and welcome back. <laughs> what just happened there? I don't know. I didn't realize. I didn't know how to. Trying to say hi. Yeah, I think I was trying to say hi. It is hard. It is a difficult word. Two whole letters. Anyway. Hey. Um, hi. Hey, guys. Hey is three. I know. Hi is I just two. realized that. Um, but welcome back to the Social Mediators. We have a really, in my opinion, dramatic episode today. It is very dramatic, okay, but good. I don't know that it needs to be dramatic. I'm going to make it dramatic. Okay. No, I'm not. I, I can make well, things dramatic. Yes, you're very good at that. Wait, I feel like that's what I do naturally, though. Yes, that's one of your talents. I don't think I have to do anything. I think that just happens. No. Mm, today we're talking about the Burning Man Festival, Woo-hoo! particularly the Burning Man Festival of 2023 and this year's wild debacles that seem to have gone down. I am watching everything unfold through a pseudo first person point of view with all the people that are there being like look at my look at what it looks like to be here um i'm assuming you did not get a look at what it looks like to be here i actually did one uh one of the articles that i read was actually linked to a tiktok of somebody you, that was there you cheater so and liar so i i looked at it to see if that was enlightening in any way and i think it was more just funny than anything else okay, it well, made me laugh i definitely saw a good amount of tiktoks i saw some tweets didn't see any Instagram posts because I don't, I don't follow anybody who went to Burning Man, so it's not That's super. Not helpful. surprising. <laughs> that platform wasn't super helpful <laughs> with this episode, but I will open us up with what I know about the festival. Um, it's in Nevada. Yes. Awesome. Um, and it's in the desert. And well, the desert that they call the Playa. Mm-hmm. Do we know why? I mean, it's just the name for that particular region of the desert. Awesome. So it's the Playa. Um, yes. That's where you go. And people, I actually don't know how long it is. That's something I you was... You don't know how long it is? No. I probably said it somewhere, but it just did not stick at all. Um, I know that people go and they spend what looks like thousands of dollars. Thousands, maybe more money than it really is. I had a, I saw a couple of videos of people doing breakdowns of how much they ended up spending. And there's a range of like a lot. $1,800 to like 2000 Sometimes much more. And sometimes much more if you are one that flies in on like a little plane. Mm -hmm. If you're really wealthy. And celebrities apparently do go to this. This is apparently Celebrity Central. Chris Rock was there. I heard Diplo was also there, which is a. Weren't they together? Yes, they were. were together? Yeah. Yes. There was a. We'll talk about that in a second. about that. Um, But yeah, and there's just a lot of stuff they have to buy. There's a lot of gear, like different camping gear. You have to pay for tickets and for your stay at these camps. Um, You have to buy costumes. Yeah, everybody's pretty decked out in these like really I don't know the word for it but like think Coachella on steroids Mm -hmm. like really bizarre stuff I would say like fantastic in the definitional sense of the word there was a picture I saw of a guy wearing what appeared to be like a leopard skin coat Mm, yum that sounds terrible (laughs) (laughs) um I know a lot of the costumes I saw were to me were giving Star Wars like they were giving Uh, yeah okay I can see that planet wearing a little bit little sheets and stuff there's lots of sculptures and mm. different things Art around the desert of some Art kind is a really nice word for it yeah. <laughs> and they all have like fire coming out of them or like they're all equipped with led lights and yes. they're big and they're i saw like an overhead view of burning man and it looks like a carnival mm-hmm. but like an adult carnival yes. because it's like really intense um People spend all this money. People are mad about Burning Man, by and large, because of the environmental impact. Uh, I see. There's a lot of, um, I guess there's a lot of cracking that happens in like the mm, desert yes. floor that can't be redone or can't be um, fixed for a while. Yes. It's hard to uh, mitigate the effects of tens of thousands of people living on one small 
Yeah, that makes sense. Um, piece of land, even for a short amount of time. Well, and apparently, I mean, there are crews that come back and clean up all the trash, but like they leave a bunch of trash behind, apparently. Um, it's just a lot of extra work for those people, but that's their job. So I guess that's not as much of the issue as like people talking about the smog and the air pollution yes. um, and the way that it impacts the the ground and the surrounding area. Um, so people, environmental activists, and just regular schmegular Joes are also not pleased mm-hmm. um, about the environmental impact of it's true. this seemingly completely unnecessary did you see anything about what those particular people did headed into the festival there was a protest on a highway of some Mm -hmm. sort i just saw videos of people like laying down and trying to block off the highway and apparently they were petitioning for these people to ban private jets yes that was one of the things on the that's the only one that i saw i'm sure there's others and we can get to that That was the main thing actually but private jets was a big um was a big point of contention for these people, which did I guess you, makes sense. Did you come across anything about the 10 rules or 10 kind of no. pieces of philosophy about the no, their guidelines, if you will? I would like you to tell me They're, all those. I get a good laugh. Okay. I, I would love to hear them after I talk about the catastrophe, of course. Yes. Because oh. there is the big... Couldn't be more terrible. ...catastrophe of this um, Burning Man festival was that over... 70,000 people were trapped at the festival. The Burning Man got doused. Oh, that was not the d- catastrophe, you nerd. I know, but it rained, so it that's, I'm rain. just metaphorically wait, so, speaking. Wait, so the, ban- the man didn't burn? No, I don't know. I'm just like kind of in a joking oh, way. Oh, in a metaphorical that the, yes. sense. No, the, the, the whole serious? festival being the Burning Man. No, from what I can tell, on the penultimate no, day... No, I, I don't think that the Burning Man itself was any... Would you like to explain what, what we're talking about here? Yeah, there? so on the penultimate day, second to last day of the festival, they set this wooden man on fire, and that's yeah. why they call it the Burning Man Festival. However... Well, it did burn. And then the following days where people are supposed to leave, there was a big tropical storm, Tropical Storm Hillary, I yep. think it was called. And Hillary came in and wiped everything out, um, mm-hmm. made it really difficult to be at this festival. And people were not able to leave because the ground was so muddy and like densely muddy that walking through was difficult. Driving through was definitely difficult. And there were huge traffic jams. People were advised to stay where they were, not move. Um, there's a lot of electrical stuff that goes with Burning Man, so a yes. big storm is not looking awesome. I'm sure they picked the desert for a reason to avoid stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, before I pass it on to you to hopefully enlighten me about these 10 rules, um, I do want to say that <laughs> the people that are mad are environmental activists, correct? Uh, and the people that are worried yeah. are us, Who's watching and being like, oh my gosh, somebody died. Oh yeah, by the way, one person died. Um, and we watch it and we're like, this is such a catastrophe. All of the videos of people at Burning Man who are there experiencing the storm and the lack of food rations and all of the things that come with being trapped in a campground are posting TikToks being like, it's so, we don't care. We're just happy to be here. We're so pumped to be at Burning Man. We don't even care. We don't have food. We're still partying. We're still dancing. We still love that we're here. Wouldn't do it any differently. Just a lot of like, um, exactly what you would expect. Yes. From all, all the people who are at Burning Man. Um, so that is what I'm seeing is a lot of like, wait, guys, don't worry about us. We love it out here. Yeah, and we're a just lot in of, the desert. Mm-hmm, environmental activists saying, you guys are the worst. Um, celebrities got out pretty much scotch-free because... They're celebrities. Well, they're celebrities and their fans were like, we'll take you. And they did. And yes. they were freed and, you know, the joys of being rich and famous. Um, and then the rest of us are just sitting and watching it all unfold. Ah, uh, yes. For anybody who's just tuning in, this is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we're talking about the Burning Man Festival Woo-hoo. of this year. 
So I knew nothing about this going in. So I had to sort of educate myself as to what Burning Man was, where it came from, and why it's called Burning Man. Because burn that man. You know, when we talk about what kind of what we're going to talk about every week, a lot of times it's just Jillian saying, "Go Google this." Yes. Um, and so she just said, "Google Burning Man," and I was like, "I don't want to see guess pictures that's not of that." Super helpful. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to Google Burning Man. So anyway, it turns out what it is is a festival in uh, Black Rock Desert, Nevada. Oh um, yeah, Black also, Rock. I. Totally blanked on this when you asked me this. A playa is just another word for like a dry, flat section of the desert. Like it's just the geographical term for what part of the desert. Is it a in. special desert though? Because I saw videos of people who their RVs got used against like their will. Like they went out these RVs and they're like, "Don't go to Burning Man, though." And these people were like, "Okay," and they went to Burning Man anyway. And they could tell because of the type of dirt that was like caked on top of it. So is that a thing? It's probably just particularly conducive to becoming super sludgy mud because a lot of it is sand. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like a sand-dirt combo that when wet, if any of you have ever built really epic sandcastles before, you know, like, okay. it's, you know, it's gnarly stuff. Got it. Um, so the first ever was actually in San Francisco on Baker Beach in 19, the 1980s. Mm-hmm. Uh, two dudes named Larry Harvey and Jerry James burned an eight-foot-tall man-shaped sculpture while people watched. And that was uh, how it started. Um, would you pay $1,800 to see that, Gary? No. I didn't think so. No. I wouldn't so now it's like tens of thousands of people attend. I believe the number for this year was 70,000 people. Yeah. Um, so it's huge. It's they probably make... more than 70,000 because 70,000 people were stuck from what I can oh, see. Oh, maybe it is more. So maybe it was like more than that. Could be. Um, but they, they build a temporary city. Uh, there's hospitals. There's an airport. There's everything. I knew about the airport because environmentalists were upset, yeah. but I didn't know there were hospitals. There are, yeah, everything. It's, so it lasts about nine days. Um, is it supposed to be nine days long? I was thinking a weekend. No, it's nine days. They build this temporary city and everything is supposed to be about communal living, displays of art and like self-expression and all that, that good stuff. Um, it's also the festival. This is a big emphasis and I'll get to the 10 rules thing here in a minute. Mm. There's a big emphasis on re- the rejection of capitalism. So there's no currency involved when you're at the festival. Everything is attained by borrowing, bartering or trading. Okay. So you can't use money while you're there. I'm I don't know how strictly so people follow sad. that, but that's the spirit of it. Is that actually like why it was founded though? Yeah. As an anti-capitalist. Yeah, so the two guys that I mentioned before were the ones that came up with these 10 principles that I'm about to give you and that was the purpose of their their gathering to be like capitalism sucks, let's burn this giant wooden statue because those are obviously connected ideas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so here are the 10 Principles of being a part of the festival. Radical inclusion. Everybody is welcome unless you can't afford it. You know, that doesn't sound very uh, <laughs> radically inclusive but, to me. Yeah, I'm reading this. I read this on the website. I spent a lot of time on the Burning Man website. So this All is straight from right. them. Radical inclusion. Um, the second one just said gifting. It said Burning Man is devoted to acts of gifting. Couldn't really tell you what that means. I think I understand. I mean, gifting, you know, one, one should give gifts, stuff. you know. Yeah. Um, it's probably probably what they mean by that is like, radical generosity probably just giving people stuff a lot of these start with radical just so you know yeah uh this the third one is decommodification so they want to create a social environment that's unmediated by any kind of sponsorships or transactions um, or advertising Mm. this is really ironic since you have to buy a ticket to go i i think it's really (laughs) ironic um also tickets go from on the very low end a ticket is like 575 dollars that's if you buy it way in advance um, and then if you get, there's like a special sale where you can get it for that much. Usually tickets are about $1,500. Plus you have to pay for a vehicle pass, which is roughly 150 
$50 perhaps more. No thanks. And then you have to actually sustain yourself out in the desert. Mm -hmm. So, you know, think about food and uh, the things you're going to be bartering or, mm. uh, or you know, haggling for. Uh, yeah. So either you just have to be really persuasive or come with a lot of good stuff to trade, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, num the rule number four, uh, radical self-reliance, which is really funny because rule number six is communal effort. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm reading it like I saw it. So there's an emphasis on community and communal living, but also being self-reliant. If you can square Those that one. seem completely counterintuitive. They do, but you know what? The burning men don't think so. They burned a giant wooden man, it's, so you cannot argue. It's not for us, Garrett. It's we not. are not the target audience, it's and we not. know this. That's okay. You know what? I don't have $1,500 to spend either. on nine days in the desert. Absolutely not. Um, number six was, or no, number five was radical self-expression. So that was what we were talking about. Thank with goodness. the goodness. Yeah, I mean, we needed that in our society. I needed that. Um, I need to radically self-express. So the seventh rule is civic responsibility. The event organizers are supposed to assume responsibility for public welfare. So basically how that works is like when the, the events are all semi-spontaneous, okay. like somebody just says, I want to organize an art show. I want to organize this kind of concert. I want to organize whatever. So then once they decide to do that and they get the people together to do it, um, they're responsible for the public safety of the people that they're organizing the event for. How do you organize a concert? I don't know. Do they ask people to come? I think so. I think that's how it works, you know? That's I'm not really sure. You just say, hey, music person, get over here. People that want to listen to the music person, you go across from them, and then it's happy? I don't know. That's incredibly bizarre, Gary. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I've never been. Maybe we should go and do a research no. study. No. Wait a second. No. We're broke. Oh, oh that makes it so difficult. Capitalism. Dang it. Even at Burning Man. This is why we don't work summer camps over the summer. Oh, dang it. Dang it. Okay, number eight is leave no trace. Be environmentally conscious. <gasps> really? It's the eighth one. What? Which is interesting because so many environmentalists are so mad about it. <gasps> Wait, um, but that's on the bizarre. website, yeah, on the website, there's this thing. It says required reading for all attendees. So, of course, I clicked it and was like, I got to read it. <laughs> um, and it said, the goal is uh, zero net carbon emissions, take more trash out than you put in. And there was like one more thing, but it was in that vein of like, don't breathe, you know, or fart because wow. emissions of various Wait, kinds. that's insane. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Okay. So that was number eight. Number nine, um, radical participation. Yeah. Society is charged by deeply personal participation. That's just what it said. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't really think I even agree with that. Yeah. It's just you have to be – you can't just go and just have a chill time, basically. It's like you go and you do everything. I wouldn't want to pay $1,500 to do have a chill time. Yeah, that's true. I, like, wouldn't – Yeah, let's go party hard in the desert for nine days. Yes. But, like – Yes. Yeah. Anyway, okay, the last one. This one was, like, very new agey and fun. Not that the last nine I feel like all of weren't, them – But uh, it was immediacy. Immediate experience is the most important touchstone of value in our culture. Those are quoted words exactly from the website. I, okay. Is Burning Man not like a big time drug and alcohol? Probably. I feel like it is. It's got to be. I mean, you look at pictures from it. And I feel like that kind of undoes the idea of immediacy. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. You're trying to escape immediacy. Exactly. It's like, oh, I don't want to feel it right I don't now. know. This is not our time to weigh our opinions on this particular thing. So anyway, this is an art festival in a lot of ways. And yes. so I decided to look. What kind of art? things are on display uh, um my favorite one mm -hmm. uh was a giant inflatable pink tiger this thing is huge how big like 
I think it was like 30 feet tall or I something. I have no concept of 30 feet. Three stories. Whoa. Taller than the building we're in right now. What? Yeah, big. Ew, I Just don't like that. Just in the middle of the desert. I don't like that at and all. And it's not even it's not even like a detailed tiger. It's just roughly in the shape of a cat. And they're calling it a pink tiger. Who did this? I don't know. And wait, Some random how, artist. How, and they made the inflatable? They made it. Okay. I don't know how one does. Another one, um, and the artist was actually from Austin, Texas, which isn't that <gasps> surprising because, you know, Austin's a wild place. But we're from Texas, so we it's exciting. Love it's a Texas. giant tapestry. I don't know what was on the tapestry, but it was like 50 feet long. Ew, I don't like stuff that's that big. <laughs> like it, A lot of it is huge. It, a lot of the art ew. is enormous. I feel like that would stress me out a lot. Yeah. I don't like being reminded of how small I am on a macro we, You know, scale. we've talked about a lot of weird art from the various festivals that we've encountered on this I don't uh, think anything's been this weird. Well, we had like the guy with the balloon chain. You remember yep. the balloon chain guy? Yep. I yep. want him to come to my birthday. That would be fun. I'll text him. Yes, thank you. Don't worry. Okay, so a little bit about the disaster and why it was a disaster. It yes. rained two to three months worth of rain in 24 hours. So it was a lot what? of rain for that area. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't be a lot of rain for, say, like Houston, Texas. But for the middle of the desert, it was a lot. It got really, really muddy. Um, and everyone was stuck for a couple of days. They, it's funny because, well, it's not funny. Um, we say someone died. They're not sure if they died at Burning Man. Oh. So investigation is still ongoing. There was a death reported to like whatever the local authority is, but it's not that close to where they were. So they're not really sure if it was actually part of the festival or somebody that was somewhere in between. Oh. Uh, the investigation is still ongoing so the festival was supposed to end last saturday people were stuck until mo monday tuesday was kind of when people were able to start getting out um so the whole anybody that was telling you that they were really short on food is not it wasn't actually that big of a problem really yeah they were saying that like there was a big rationing issue and nothing everything i found was like they okay. They're having to ration, but nobody was starving. Like everybody had plenty of food. Um, I'm sure it's other, like a very um, American idea of starving. Yes. Where it's like oh, I, I'm I skipped a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the big issues was that the porta potties began to be quite full because uh, the sanitation trucks to f to <gasps> empty them couldn't get out. I didn't there. even think about that. Yeah, I know. So um, I saw an excellent video of Chris Rock riding in the bed of a truck away from Burning Man. I also saw that video. And he was like, I just want a cold brew. That was like his only cold word. Brew. And I was oh. like, okay, you're not starving. If that's your thought. I feel like it's, um, but didn't the government declare it a national emergency? I, did, I didn't see that. I, I didn't see anything about it being a national emergency. I saw it on Twitter. Interesting. And I feel like, why would Twitter lie? <laughs> Twitter and X never lies. Wait, maybe look it up. I don't know if... Burning Man was considered a national emergency, but it said that because 70,000 people were stuck and, un and like, didn't have access to stable food supply, that it was declared a national emergency. Um, I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but it sounds... It looked really dramatic from what I could see, which was just people outside of it freaking out, but people inside of it didn't seem like they were freaking out too much. So maybe it was imposed by... The media on um, those people. So here's what you probably saw. There was Ready. no, there's no record of a national emergency being declared. Oh um, my gosh! I'm, just, I'm, I'm googling it here actively for those that are listening. Um, it does say that a rumor about an Ebola outbreak did spread we around did that caused that. somebody to like circulate the rumor that a national emergency had been declared, um, but that didn't happen. Wait, it actually hadn't been. There's no, no national emergency that was declared. No, the people were stuck for two days. Okay, and they weren't even in that dire of straits. Wait, like, to be I totally literally, honest. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm having trouble believing you on this one. 
Like, because why would Twitter lie? Mm, yes, Twitter never lies. The source of all truth. Are you ready to give it a grade? Yeah, I'm ready to give it a grade. Uh, what do I want to give it? I already know. Okay. Three, two, one, C, D. D. Yeah, C, training C toward D. I don't know. Sucks. I feel like I did know some stuff, but the national emergency thing put a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, sorry. Aw. Yeah. Okay, well, that sucks. Um, any final thoughts for us, Garrett? Mm, well... If you ever find me in a stage of life where I'm telling you that I'm going to the Burning Man Festival, I want you to call the police. Um, what do you want me to tell the police? That I need to be uh, like put on a Thorazine drip, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll let them know. It probably has been a really long... Uh, Arduous ser- journey. Yes, series of events that would bring me to that place. So, But that's just me. I'm sure it was really fun for some people <laughs> being radically included and, and participating radically. Radically self-reliant and at the same super time. Super capitalist without being uh, capitalist uh, at all. Borrowing only. Borrowing only. Gifting. Radical gifting. Generosity. Yes. Ugh. We're just going to keep saying words. Until we don't have any left. Yeah. Which will be soon because it doesn't seem like they have a lot of words that they're circulating either. No, they don't. Um, for those of you who enjoyed this, thanks. For those of you who didn't. You're brave. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Gary Coolsby. I'll talk to you next week.